now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Hello, Cleveland. Welcome to another edition of The Advocate. I'm your host, Nick Phillips. And uh, end of the year, and as we've been doing for a number of years now, we've been blessed by having Mr. Bob France join us to tell us about the, the previous year and what's going to happen next year, our soothsayer. Uh, Bob, and I know you're under the weather today. How are you doing? Thank you for joining us. Yeah, well, it's, it's always a pleasure to, to join you, Nick, and I do apologize to everybody listening to The Advocate for the sound of my voice. I know it sounds terrible between the nasal and the scratchy throat, but yeah, for the first time, and, and I'll say this because I've been, I've been kind of bragging about it on, on my program for the last three years, this is literally the first time that I have been sick to the point where I would need to take a sick day and actually have to treat myself since I had covid in uh, October of 2020, when I got COVID pneumonia, after I uh, after I recovered from that, which was pretty quick, um, I started a very uh, very effective probiotic and pro immune system vitamin regimen that was recommended to me by Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, and um, it's been phenomenal. I mean, I literally have not been sick. I haven't needed a sick day. I haven't needed to lay in bed with a fever. I haven't had to to deal with anything in three years now and two and a half months. So this is my first sickness since, uh, like I said, October of 2020. It comes at a really lousy time right before the New Year's. But uh, uh, I do apologize for the sound of my voice to those who are listening today. My goodness. Well, I, I apologize for putting you through this, Bob, because I know how it feels when you feel bad. But thank you so much for soldiering through here uh, with us on it. But uh, I, for anyone listening to the show who does not know Bob Franz, uh, he is basically a national superstar, in my opinion. Uh, he's been here at WHK for a number of years, and we in Cleveland hear him every morning, Monday through Friday, between 9 and 12. But he also substitutes for the Salem people, like uh, Seb Gorka and Hugh Hewitt and the other people nationally, so people around the country here, Bob, but uh, we have his voice disguised today. Uh, with, with the <laughs> but, uh, so, so Bob, well, now that we're talking about illnesses and things, uh, I know, and by the way, let me, to the people who don't know Bob, he stays up on everything. So when his shows are on, they explore issues of important topics and the, the topics of the day. For a moment, how are we doing with COVID? Because now at the end of 2023, it seems to be coming back. Is that what you've been hearing? You know, I don't know if I if I've been you know hearing that COVID is coming back. What I do hear is a whole lot of people being very very silly because they say that the new you know the newest subvariant of this is literally indistinguishable from the common cold. It's entirely possible that I have COVID right now with these little uh, symptoms that I'm getting, but it's the same thing I would get with the common cold. And what I don't understand is why people are in such a mad rush to jam a swab up their nose to find out if they have COVID when it literally is nothing more than a common cold. What I would advise people to do is stop being part of the fear-mongering nation, and if you are sick, stay home. When you get better, go back to work. When you go back to school, just like we did prior to March of 2020, that's how we handled things. It was simple, it was easy, and it was correct. If you feel sick, don't go to back to work or to school until you feel healthy. You don't need to get a diagnosis of COVID because you know what they're going to tell you? They're going to say, stay home and, and take some over-the-counter cold medication to deal with the symptoms that you have, your nasal congestion or your, you know, whatever your issues are. So I don't know if it's coming back or not, Nick. Uh, I don't want to know because I know what they say about this. There is, 
There is literally every every article I've read about it says that it is uh, indistinguishable from the common cold. So why people are freaking out over the common cold like that is beyond my comprehension. Oh, my goodness. Well, as people are going into the wintertime here, and it's going to be the cold and flu season, if you get it, like uh, like you say, stay home, yeah. don't spread it, get over it, and then get back to join life, which, which we can exactly. do. That's exactly Great. it. We used to have common sense about that kind of thing. Well, let's, we need common sense about a lot of things. We're going to take a short break. We're talking to Bob France here from Cleveland on The Advocate. We're going to be back after these words, so don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK. We'll be right back. Cloud9. It provides complete computer system support for your business and better yet, offers these services at a fixed cost. Cloud9. It is truly a flat fee company whose goals align with those of your business. We both need you to be up and running to make money. Monthly, you'll receive only one bill and all the service that you need. Call Cloud9 now at 844-556-8394 to find out how Cloud9 can save you time and money. That's Cloud with a K9 at 844-556-8394 to fix your IT costs now. Everyone needs a dentist. In selecting a family dentist, you want to make sure they are the very best. Dr. Kenneth Wolnick is one of the best dentists in our area. Rated for the past six years as one of the top dentists in Northern Ohio by Cleveland Magazine, Dr. Wolnick is one of the top 5% of dentists awarded a prestigious fellowship by the Academy of General Dentistry. Dr. Wolnick's office is conveniently located at 6363 York Road in Parma Heights. You can reach his office to schedule an appointment by calling 440-888-5055. That's 440-888-5055. There's nothing better than great dental care from a great dentist. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome back, Cleveland. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on The Advocate. Today we have Bob France joining us. Our end-of-year, beginning-of-the-year soothsayer talking about what happened last year, and we're going to project a little bit on what to watch for next year. Bob, uh, I know you're not feeling well today. Thank you so very much for joining us today. My, my pleasure, Nick. Uh, 2023, I, I jotted down some notes of some of the things that have happened in 2023 because it's a good time to pause and look back just for a moment. Uh, first thing that I have in my notes that we had two constitutional amendment tries that came up on the, uh, on the ballots back in August and then again in November. And uh, the result of all of that was that we have basically 
uh, constitutional right now to abortions in Ohio, and also we legalized marijuana. Uh, what's your take on the abortion issue first? What have you been finding with the people and guests you've been handling over the last year? Well, I mean, I'm a pro-lifer, so I was very disappointed to see what, what passed. It is the most barbaric and uh, the most um, violent um, abortion law now in the United States. You know, we are not a radical pro-choice, which I call pro-death, because that's the opposite of life. If you are pro-life, the opposite of that would be pro-death. Uh, but we are not a radical blue pro-death state. We are a red state, primarily. Um, and so for us to have the most radical and violent abortion standards in the country is just beyond my understanding. Um, allowing a, a pregnant woman to consult with her doctor all the way up to the moment of the child's birth, uh, no matter what the age, by the way, of the, of the, uh, the woman or young girl in some cases, uh, to, to just say, uh, well, my, my health is in jeopardy here. I can't have this baby tear it apart is something that, that just you didn't think would ever happen in a place, particularly in a state like Ohio in the heartland of America. But that's what it does because uh, this constitutional amendment allowed, uh, you know, the language reads that um, for the health of the mother, and that can mean any number of things. It doesn't mean the mother is going to die if she has her baby. It can mean mental health. It can mean financial health. It can mean relationship health. The, you know, the, the man that impregnated me, we broke up, and now I don't want to have his baby anymore, and my health is in jeopardy if I have to go through with this kind of a thing. So it's pretty barbaric. It's pretty grotesque, in my opinion. It's something that Ohio will, I think, regret. And um, sadly, I think it is something that's going to be repeated in other places because many of the pro-death uh, uh, planned parenthood clinic supporters around the country were looking for a bellwether state like mm -hmm. Ohio that wasn't New York or, or California to do something like this so that they can say, see, look at what they're doing in Ohio. We should do the same thing here. And all of this, of course, is a massive response to the Roe versus Wade overturn uh, from last year. So, so yeah, Nick. I mean, uh, I'm like I said, I'm unapologetically pro-life. I'm very, very distraught that this was done uh, in the state of Ohio. And then, of course, we all know that the rest of the language of that constitutional amendment, which has now become law, is also very vague intentionally, and it, because it has to do with reproductive rights, young children under the age of 18 are allowed to make their own decision about their own reproductive rights, and that can mean. Uh, up to the point of sterilization uh, and infertility by taking cross-sex hormones as a part of this trans nation, um, you know, transing of America uh, uh, epidemic, if you want to call it that, this social contagion that's going on in this country. So I think the state of Ohio is in a very, very difficult place right now because of some very radical things that were passed in that amendment. Well, just a, a couple of things along those lines with regard to being a lawyer. A lot of litigation can come out of this, for example, with regard to uh, transgender issues of minors. Uh, from what I understand, the parents who are parents and guardians of, of minors uh, are still responsible for the health, safety, and well-being of those minors. And if they ignore those kids, let them do what they want, they may face some liability on their own. But going back over for a moment to abortion, uh, and all the people you've interviewed and, and talked to about the abortion laws in Ohio, like you mentioned, use the term barbaric, especially when we're talking about late-term abortions. And just a hypothetical, a late-term abortion, let's say, in the seventh month of pregnancy. Uh, 
where we have a fetus being totally viable and can be born premature and can be born and, and brought uh, to life uh, out of the womb by a cesarean section. What happens to the concept of having a late-term abortion, like at the seventh month, and whether or not uh, that's murder or not? What about our criminal statutes? Are, are they void and null at this point? Well, I mean, you know, there's a there's a reason why somebody who kills a pregnant woman, particularly after the point of viability, which is, you know, a bit a bit muddy in terms of when viability is is you know established of the baby, but but a pregnant woman who is killed, you know, the uh, the the perpetrator is charged with two counts of murder. Um, that's always because of the baby, you know, and, and you know, Nick, and I, I don't want to uh, always I'm getting been. a little philosophical here on this, but I mean. It, it cannot be in a civilized society. It cannot be just the intention of the pregnant woman that determines whether that life has value. In other words, if the pregnant woman wanted to keep her baby and that woman gets killed and the baby gets killed, it's two counts of murder because there That's are two right. lives. Except Always has been. But, right. But if that pregnant woman decides to go and have that abortion in the seventh month, in your example there, um, that baby was never a life. That baby was never a life on its own. It never had its own rights. Um, it was just a, that's a medical decision between a, woman, between a woman and her doctor about what she does with her body. It cannot just be a woman decides whether I want this baby that's inside of me to be a baby, or if I don't want it, it, it is now just a non-entity, a clump of cells, a blob of protoplasm that doesn't have life or value, so therefore it's okay to kill it. It just simply cannot be that way. There's no justification nor explanation philosophically, logically, morally, ethically, or biologically for that to be the case. Well, I see even with the constitutional changes, there's still going to be a lot of litigation, especially yeah. on the question of the criminality of killing a viable child. Right. Because that, right. that's not going to just go away by allowing abortions to be done. So uh, more to come on that. Uh, but the uh, other issue, in 2024, we're going to be looking at a presidential election and what a presidential election this will be. Uh, you have Donald Trump and you have Joe Biden. And you've been talking a lot on your show and talking to a lot of people about what's been going on and exploring these different issues. Uh, with uh, Donald Trump, with his indictments, his civil suits, and whether or not he's going to appear on, on ballots for presidential primaries or not, never really seen a situation like this before, nor having an 80-year-old president running for re-election. What, what is your take on what's the general feel from the people you've been talking to about this 2024 presidential election? Well, I don't think there is any real generality that I can point to, to be honest with you, Nick, because I think everybody's points are very different about this. Just since you brought up the age, you know, Joe Biden is already 81 and Donald Trump will be 81 or two if he were to be reelected and, and, to, and to have another four-year term. Um, to put that into context, I was uh, I was just fresh out of college when Bill Clinton was elected president. I was a young man, had no idea really what my future held. I was a just out of college, Nick. And do you know that Bill Clinton is younger than either than both uh, Joe Biden and and Donald Trump? 
we have to turn the page, in my opinion, and get some younger people in the leadership positions of this country. I don't like the idea of an 81-year-old and a 79-year-old or whatever they're going to be in, in, in November of 2024 being the only options that we have. Saying, having said that, um, I will say this. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the idea that they are going to try to keep Donald Trump off of ballots and I know there are about 15 states that have lawsuits trying to keep them off ballots uh, in the name of the 14th Amendment third section on insurrection. It is just, it is beyond lunacy that, that anybody could even consider such things because to be guilty of a crime, the crime of insurrection, just as with any other crime, and you're a lawyer, you know this, you actually have to have a trial. You'd have to be charged with insurrection. They would have to present evidence that you fostered and fomented and and incited an insurrection and that it was intended and planned. You would have to have a defense mounted for you. You would have to have then a jury or a judge pronounce guilt and then an appeal and so forth before any state Supreme Court could say, could say you are guilty of an insurrection and therefore ineligible to run for president of the United States. Nick, he has never been charged with such a thing except for on CNN. Uh, and on MSNBC. So we've got so state Supreme Courts in Colorado and Maine so far who have said you can't be president because of insurrection. And there has never been a charge, much less a conviction, uh, on, the, on, the, uh, on the grounds of insurrection. So we're in a very dangerous place when the left, which is always talking about protecting democracy, is willing to strip democracy to the bone by denying the people the right to choose the candidate that they want by keeping his name off the ballot because they're so terrified of him. Well, something that remains to be seen and could be litigated in all the states and the federal courts, but uh, I totally agree. Where are the younger people? Where are the people like the 50-year-olds and the 60-year-olds who uh, can take leadership positions in this country. We need people to get back into politics. But for some reason, they just don't want to be there. I can't blame them. We're going to take a short break. We're talking to Bob France about what happened in 2023, as well as probably what's going to be happening in 2024. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after these words, so don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. Cloud9. It provides complete computer system support for your business and better yet, offers these services at a fixed cost. Cloud9. It is truly a flat fee company whose goals align with those of your business. We both need you to be up and running to make money. Monthly, you'll receive only one bill and all the service that you need. Call Cloud9 now at 844-556-8394 to find out how Cloud9 can save you time and money. That's cloud with a K, 9, at 844-556-8394 to fix your IT costs now. Everyone needs a dentist. In selecting a family dentist, you want to make sure they are the very best. Dr. Kenneth Wolnick is one of the best dentists in our area. Rated for the past six years as one of the top dentists in Northern Ohio by Cleveland Magazine, Dr. Wolnick is one of the top 5% of dentists awarded a prestigious fellowship by the Academy of General Dentistry. Dr. Wolnick's office is conveniently located at 6363 York Road in Parma Heights. You can reach his office to schedule an appointment by calling 440-888- 5055. That's 440-888-5055. There's nothing better than great dental care from a great dentist. 
Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with our final segment of The Advocate. We're talking to Bob France, Cleveland talk show host and national talk show host uh, frequently. Bob, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. You know, as we're sort of doing a quick recap of uh, 2023, the Middle East has blown up, not just uh, with regard to Gaza, but uh, Syria and the other areas throughout the Middle East, and it seems like there's a great potential for that war spreading and drawing the United States further into it uh, as we're supporting Israel with regard to what's going on in Gaza and against Hamas, but also looking at what's going on with Russia and Ukraine, as well as what's going on with China and maybe Taiwan. That's a, a lot of war stuff out there. Uh, how does that look for 2024? What you, what's your prediction? Well, I mean, let's just uh, let's break it down by recent recent history, very recent history. You know, we had four years of uh, the Trump presidency in which we did not get ourselves involved in any wars, and there weren't a bunch of skirmishes blowing up all around the world that would involve our intervention. Um, and then we we come in with the current administration, which, quite frankly, is projects weakness like we have never seen before all across the globe. And uh, I think I think some of the world's worst actors um, are emboldened by the fact that the United States is weak. And um, that's what happens. And now we've got the war, you know, the winds of war blowing in the Middle East, as you point out, with Gaza, with Eastern Europe, with Asia, with the potential invasion of Taiwan. All of these things are going to require a strong American deterrence from those kinds of things. And uh, so you asked about the presidential election before. I think if we elect the same, yeah, you had mentioned about, you know, the, the, you know, the presidential election. I hope well, when, when all is said and done in November, we elect somebody who's going to project strength on the world stage and who's going to deter enemies of freedom and enemies, uh, you know, foreign, foreign actors and adversaries that are necessarily trying to challenge the United States to goad us into things. There are enough, you know, uh, um, I don't want to call them warmongers because that just sounds insightful, but there are a lot of people in both parties who have no problem with sending American troops to uh, to battle in foreign countries in things that just specifically not, do not involve us. And Nick, I don't want that to be the case anywhere. Um, you know, and, and so I, I really do. I think it's a matter of uh, projecting strength instead of weakness that is going to help keep us out of those events. Well, I, I hope so because it's true. The, the horrors of war we're seeing every day uh, and what's going on in Gaza especially, and what's going to be going on in other parts of the world. Ukraine's still continuing to have problems. And uh, none of those look like they're ending soon. And you're right, if we're dragged into this, 
we're going to be sending ultimately more American troops on the ground into these areas. And it's going to be not pleasant. But uh, for 2024, you're right, we'll be looking at the presidential election to see how that works and see who we're going to end up with. And hopefully someone will come to the surface. We have less than a year to go before that all happens. Other topics we really can't uh, have time to talk about, but the, the climate changes. And I want to talk uh, maybe some other time, Bob, about mass shootings and, and guns. I know we have the Second Amendment with regard to gun rights, but what about the, doing something about the firearms with regard to minors and people who are mentally unstable and should not have firearms? We haven't heard of anything that's going to really take that into consideration and shut down the number of mass shootings we have here in this country or in other places. But I'd be uh, happy to have those conversations anytime, Nick. Well, you're the font of all knowledge because you talk to a lot of people. <laughs> you and I have talked yes. before. I know how you... You work on this. You're, uh, for people who are listening, uh, Bob works 24-7 pretty much, uh, listening and reading everything. So uh, he knows what's going on. So we'll get back together. But in the meantime, Bob, I want you to get healthy, rest, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, and happy 2024 to you, Nick. Thank you. And happy 24, and have a healthy one for you and your family. Thank you so much. And uh, that was Bob France, and uh, thank you for listening today. Uh, We're going to be back next week, same time, same station, here on WHK. So have a wonderful, happy, and safe week. Goodbye. Or in my drifting days after the war, I found a tea room north of the Mozambique shore. The Advocate is sponsored by Nick Phillips and is responsible for its content.